This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today, we're talking about the evolving role of Chief Information Security Officers with Jim Murphy of Caritas Christi Healthcare System. First, why don't you tell us a bit about the size and scope of Caritas Christi and your role there? We actually just been uh, recently purchased by a private equity firm, Cerberus, who's our new uh, owner. We've actually changed our legal name from Caritas Christi to Stewart Healthcare uh, System, which is a holding company for our current uh, six hospitals. We are actually uh, looking to uh, purchase additional hospitals in the New England region, where we're also looking and speaking with hospitals on a national uh, model, looking down as far as to Florida and as well as up to Maine. We currently employ uh, approximately 13,000 employees, and they are working across uh, multiple hospitals and multiple facilities across the area. I understand that your role as information security officer has evolved from a focus on technical operations to more policy-oriented responsibilities. Tell us why that happened and provide some insights on the policies you're now working on. Sure. When I first joined the organization approximately uh, 15 months ago, they never had an information security officer and they weren't unsure what their role was going to be within the Caritas uh, Christie system. When I first came on board, I spent my first uh, 90 days doing an assessment to determine what was the gaps in our area. A lot of gaps were operational gaps, but also as well as administration gaps and risk management and policy and procedure gaps. Uh, it has been determined as a need to have more of a governance uh, risk management council to address the security and privacy needs for the hospital chain across different uh, business verticals within the Caritas Steward environment. Going forward, we actually have a new management team in place as well with the recent uh, buyout of our hospital chain. We actually have a new chief technology officer and a new chief information officer, and we're actually trying to develop more of a governance risk council to address the security and privacy needs of the organization. We're also looking to uh, hire some additional staff and outsource uh, components of our security program to, th- to third-party providers to help us uh, remediate some of the gaps we've identified during our risk assessments. Okay, so what are the key elements of your information security program today, and how are those components likely to change in the years to come? For example, how is your use of encryption evolving? Well, currently, my information security program uh, comprises of an information security policy manual. This is basically the policy manual marking the governance of information security within the organization. I'm actually following ISO 27002 series to align the goals and responsibilities of information security with this framework. Uh, below that uh, overarching ISPM, we actually have um, numerous policy and procedures addressing some of the needs like encryption policy and password policy. As part of the security program, we also have multiple risk assessments, and the last component is a security awareness training program, which we're slowly kicking off. That seems to be a little bit more on the back burner until we actually address some more of the gaps in our environment. For example, with the encryption involving, we actually had a policy written years ago that we do require encryption for outbound communication using email and FTP. That process has been implemented years ago, but we're also trying to push more uh, encryption across the board for during transmission within our network and outside our network, as well as encryption at rest. So one of the initiatives we've actually taken on in the last year was to offer full disencryption to our laptop users 
and also to any workstations that is an insecure area to make sure the information is protected from any theft or loss. We're also um, deploying encryption to any type of USB or third-party device, such as a flash uh, media or external USB drive, to make sure that if there's any information that's on those drives or is actually encrypted, and no unauthorized user could actually intercept that data. Do you anticipate that all your hospitals will apply for the high-tech electronic health record incentives, and how is that affecting your privacy and security strategies and priorities? We've actually already started to address the Meaningful Use uh, Initiative. We have been um, working additionally to, uh, with, a, with a committee to review what's required for the different elements of Meaningful Use. My area of concern is focusing more on the information security risk assessments for each of our EHR applications. We're actually reviewing each of the applications we've uh, deployed in our environment, and we're actually reviewing the security configurations to make sure it complies with our current policies and procedures. Based upon these risk assessments, we've actually identified several gaps, and we're actually trying to work and remediate those gaps to uh, address the issues we discovered during the risk assessments. But there's actually more than just information security to the uh, meaningful use. There's a lot of interface uh, feeds that need to be uh, implemented into the environment, as well as a lot of our applications need to be upgraded to comply and be accredited as uh, certified against meaningful use. We actually have currently three applications that we're actually working with. One is our Meditech environment, and a second environment is our eClinical Works environment, and the last environment is our Malga uh, Microsoft Health Vault offering. These three applications are a major critical applications in our environment, and we're scheduled to upgrade these environments this year to comply with meaningful use. Is your organization using cloud computing at all yet? And if so, what security issues does that raise and how are you addressing them? Well, I guess my first question is how you define cloud computing. Um, we do d- perform a lot of business with third parties using their applications and um, not on our site. So I do consider those to be uh, ASP providers, application service providers in the cloud. They do contain our data. Uh, we do use their applications. We do authenticate to them. But as we're moving forward, we are actually um, strategizing on how to utilize private cloud technology for some of the email and storage uh, retention policies we have, trying to determine whether or not it's more cost-effective to uh, use the cloud computing architecture versus doing it on-site and whether or not the value is worth the risk. Some of the areas we're actually looking at is that the security with these service providers, if it's a private cloud or a public cloud, what are some of the controls they have in those environments? Uh, our concern is we don't want our data to be co-mingled with other people's data. Uh, is there a separation between physical equipment and virtualized equipment, as well as uh, what type of third-party reviews these vendors might have? Historically, it's been SAS 70s, but moving forward, it's more of the uh, SAS 16 uh, reviews where they actually have an independent third-party review of the controls in that data storage uh, provider's environment to make sure that access control is being adhered to, auditing and monitoring is being performed, and what type of SLAs they could actually incorporate so management at Stewart could actually review to make sure that the SLAs are being adhered to. So what advice would you give to other chief information security officers based on your experience about handling emerging risk management challenges? I think the biggest issue is for chief information security officers to address risk management by working with the business. The risk is not just solely an IS issue, nor is it solely a security issue, but a lot of the risk management uh, issues that an organization face and has to deal with the business and operational side, as well as legal and financial risk. And what I've been trying to do working with the different business uh, units and verticals within the steward healthcare is to develop a, a framework for risk management and how to weigh the risk between security, risk, privacy, and patient safety. 
every single uh, business unit within our environment has a need and has a risk they need to address. And we try to balance different uh, concerns. We want to make it uh, really secure, but we also don't want to impact patient safety or patient's um, medical information. So we have to balance the risk and, and determine where or not the risk is greater than the benefit of not doing it versus doing something at all. So we've been trying to work with the business units to develop that type of framework and get their buy-in from the get-go. So as new projects are being developed or discussed, information security and IS is actually involved with those discussions to make sure that the business understands what the IS needs and requirements are and the same for IS management to understand what the business requirements are. This way we notice no surprises at the end of the project and we try to bake into the methodology that we do address all the rest from all the different uh, business verticals within the organization. Well, thanks very much. We've been talking today with Jim Murphy of Caritas Christi Healthcare System. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.